Good news, everyone. <laughs> you have been hearing an ad for a while now saying if we pumped up our Patreon to $500 a month, we would give you a whole bonus show. And you did it like a while ago. And I just haven't changed the ad. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> consider this an update. Congrats. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm replacing that ad with this one. And this one is just a little clip show to get your whistle wet for this month's extra bonus episode of uh, Mama Tried. And that'll come out as soon as we get $1,000. That'll come out as soon Yeah, we're holding <laughs> this one hostage. Nah, 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 nah. But I did want to remind y'all, if we do hit 750, our goal is to release two episodes of that a month. But without any further ado, mm-hmm. here's a couple of clips. Get hyped. Gunvar is going to watch Martin go investigate the door and yeah. think to himself, that motherfucker is going to get attacked by a ghost and I'm going to get blamed for that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Did I... What did I... What did I do? And with glee, he's like, yes, one more. <laughs> and he starts scuffing it out and he saves like one last little bit. And then he uh, jumps ass first onto it and erases <laughs> it with a butt. He's looking straight ahead, but it, it, and it would be difficult for you to know if he is just looking straight ahead, watching where he's going, looking straight ahead, like avoiding your gaze because he feels awkward about what he's going to say, looking straight ahead because there's Gunvar's fucking back. <laughs> you wake to the feel of sunlight warming your face. Oh, God. Oh, oh so bright. As a well-known sense of aching dread rolls from your temples to your stiffened limbs. Don't say it's my mom. Familiar. I'm not my mother's child. I can handle it. I had too much. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, fuck. All right, guys. Well, uh, so I had this idea for how we could open our 100th episode with a really really fun bit. Okay. So here's my pitch, okay? So what we could do is we could pretend that we don't know how to do a podcast. Okay. Right? Um, And I I started thinking about it and I was like, I'm going to pitch them on this. It's going to be great. We're going to do like hot mics. Everyone's going to be complaining and chewing on the mic and like, you know, saying um and just (laughs) really, really getting into the persona of people who haven't done this for 100 episodes. episodes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I thought, it's not a bit. It's it's just (laughs) how we record. It's our modus operandi. (laughs) Yeah. So I I thought it was, I thought we were doing a bit. This whole time, <laughs> but for the last two years, yeah, yes, it's a really long bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, Andy Kaufman. <laughs> wow. Yeah, this is when the uh, the masks come off, folks, and we tell you who we really are. Oh shit! I, Cullen's a V blizzard. Haha! I had you all fooled this entire time. Eh. <laughs> Cullen is pouring champagne. Yes. I am. Yes. Trying to distribute it evenly with amongst the great precision with a plum 
We have a delicious champagne courtesy of Cullen to start the night. Nice. We have we have many celebratory alcohols present. <laughs> yeah, because we all did the same thing without consulting each other. <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah, there there might be. Uh, so it's funny because like we're going to start drinking during the intro, but you're not gonna you at home aren't gonna hear the results of that until several episodes later. Yeah. So it's yeah, about two thirds into an episode. So, like uh, episode 105 or whatever. Yep. Uh, we're all of a sudden very drunk. Yeah. You're going to be <laughs> like, oh, oh, here, Stevie. <laughs> I'm a robot. As you can tell <laughs> from my heartless intonation. Thank you, sir. Everyone suddenly becomes right. Madison. To 100 episodes. To Cheers. 100. Clink, clink, clink. Somehow this thing worked. Clink. Skull, sluncha. Yes. Order Most of magnitude. Of Prost. Kampai. Ooh. That's good. Good choice. That is good. Yeah. I see why people drink this. Yeah. I see why people argue over what it should be called. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, our podcast has lasted uh, like a hundred times as long as the prime ministership (laughs) of Liz Truss. (laughs) Nice. Hey, so, you know, we we're coming up on the Confederacy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We did outlive a lettuce. Have we outlived the Confederacy? Not yet. Not yet. It's going to be like another three years, I think, before yeah. we're, oh. we we can start that countdown. We will. It's still alive I mean. in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Told you the masks were coming oh, no. off. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> He's been in the South that too long. It's a good thing whoever said that did it in a funny voice. So <laughs> <laughs> nobody gets blamed. Yeah. yeah hit, hit us with another Southernism. Uh, it's hotter than two rats fucking in a wool sock. <laughs> oh, my stars and garters. Bless your heart. Well, I'm just madder than a rained on rooster. <laughs> I was like sweating like a whore in church. Mm-hmm. You look like 10 miles of bad road. Oh, man, that boy looks like 10 pounds of shit in a five pound sack. <laughs> You've been road hard and put up wet. That's hey, that's just it's a Thursday. <laughs> it seems dirty. It's just mean. Yeah. Uh, well, we have some fun things to do in this, our 100th episode intro. Yeah. Um, I think we have a couple of packages to open. We do. We have we, do. We have some lovely uh, things that guests, or sorry, fans, or sorry, listeners have sent us. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like the idea that all of our listeners are guests. Yes. We yeah. invited you to the podcast. You're, you're a part of it. From our, our guest, Justin Avanzik. <laughs> Said, congrats on a second year of Astronomica. Enjoy some Monterey area wine. Hell yeah. Hey, hey. Hell yeah. Thank you. Well, he wasn't just uh, uh, noodling around oh, to no uh, purpose on the vineyards. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the great <laughs> Wide West, uh, I want to uh, thank Nathan Tiggis for showing me around last week when I was oh, yeah. in Denver. Nice. Um, I, I also want to say that I, I on the trip that was... Three days in Las Vegas and a nine-hour layover in Denver. I feel like I can say I'm way more of a Denver guy than I am a Vegas guy. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm shocked. Right? (laughs) I had a good time in Vegas. Are you sure you're not just more of a layover guy than a trip guy? (laughs) I might be a layover guy. (laughs) One of the things about traveling is that, like, you'll go to another city and you'll be like, you'll be like, oh, I can see the outlines of my phantom life here. Like, if I was here, I'd go to this place all the time. Right. Mm -hmm. So nine hours in Denver, and I got that a couple of places. Three days in Vegas, I was like, nope. Well, I mean, I, know <laughs> I have no phantom life here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know you've always wanted to like move north and leave this place behind. I have, yes. So maybe Denver is a good candidate. Did you, um, which way is north on your map? 
Denver's north of here. Oh, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Which way's north on your map? <laughs> um, <laughs> west. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's north and west. That uh, yeah. go west, middle-aged man. Let you, the evil do, stay <laughs> in Tennessee. <laughs> um, we'll did you, did you make it to the Omega Mart in Vegas? I did not. Oh, the man. only... Like, we were there to catch up with old friends, which was really a lot of fun. And that's why I had a good time. Yeah. But the only touristy thing I got to do was the uh, the Neon Graveyard, mm. which was neat. Oh, kind of sounds fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I went to uh, apparently famous Tiki Bar. And uh, yeah, the, that was really good drinks. And one of the other Nathans loves that Tiki Bar. There is... There's, man, a lot of Nathans. Yeah. yeah. One of these days, we're going to need to catalog them and come uh, up with like a genus species. I mean, they're working on it. They're working yeah. on yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Cool. There's, there's the first Nathan and the cooler Nathan. Uh, and then there's IRL Nathan, which is yeah. the one I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The others are just pretend people. Yeah. Obviously. I, I'm not going to say which one I think is the coolest Nathan, but Nathan Tiggis gave me a book. And <laughs> let's just say that's how you win. <laughs> books and booze. Books and booze. Yeah, books and booze. All right, who wants to open uh, this other present that we got? Oh wait, uh, we didn't say what. Oh yeah, Justin. Oh, oh uh, he sent us. He sent us two bottles. Yes. of Wrath wine and me one extra bottle that's just for me. Ooh. Um, Stan. Uh, Which deadly sin is your bottle? Wrath. In Call wrath. In, okay. ca- in canon, uh, Grace has been searching for wrath this entire time, so <laughs> I-, I think I should get those. Uh, you can have some. Uh oh. All right, somebody's somebody's got to open this that has a. Uh, I gotcha. A can I have the means? All right. Colin, is that one of your fancy knives that you sell at your store now? As a matter of fact, Wait, it is. It's a, hand, it's a handsome blade. I think so too. Mm, I might have to check some of those out for Christmas. I looked in the display case and was like, "These are very expensive." Yeah, well, never mind. I got some craft fairs coming up. Monster market money. Maybe you'll cover that for me. All right, Artie has sent us the Dolman Demonic Toys box set and <laughs> oh. some popcorn. Yeah. Hell yeah! Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, and let's see what we got. <laughs> nice. Um, do you want me to read the letter? I mean, uh, yes. Pause sure. for it. Yes, please. Yeah, this yeah. intro is going to be a really smooth one. Okay. So go for it. <laughs> please edit out the part where I said, "Do you want me to read it?" Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. She did not edit it out. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Dear Astronomica crew. I hope you have all rested and recuperated after Nerd Camp, which I heard was an orgy of cannibalism and violence not seen since the Rheingold Cluster. <laughs> I imagine much booze was consumed and fun was had. Now I present to you a gift, or perhaps a challenge. I was lucky enough to stumble upon a dusty copy of a movie, long forgotten, and lost to the deep recesses of the blockbuster bargain bin. Brought back from the brink of death by the lifeblood of the Dollar General near my work and presented to me as if fate herself had decreed it so. The movie that lays before you is described as an original idea by creator Charles Band, though I would describe it as if Child's Play never left the toy store and murdered a bunch of random people. (laughs) I went in expecting little to nothing and came out laughing my ass off at the absurdity. So I share it with you, my friends and fellow weirdos. Encloses a copy of the movie Demonic Toys from 1992, a few packs of popcorn, and a list of optional drinking rules I made up, should you dare to follow them. Enjoy. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Sincerely, Artie Digital Quarrymaster Azura. 
P.S. Just a heads up, the movie does contain a fair bit of gore, nudity, and some brief references to physical and sexual assault. So if that bothers you at all, feel free to skip this one and enjoy the popcorn and another scary flick. Uh, And the rules, optional to the drinking game. One, when a character dies. Two, boobies. (laughs) Three, Charnetsky says, hold your pants on. (laughs) Four, the kid is drinking alcohol. Five, oopsie daisy says, oopsie daisy. (laughs) Six, creepy singing or poetry. Seven, dick stabbing. <laughs> Eight. Is that just in the movie or we? <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, if I get thirsty, I can stab somebody. There's a little movie. bit of like, uh, what do you call it? Overlap between, yeah. Yeah. you know. I mean, why would like, you stop doing that for the movie? <laughs> right. Eight. New character appears halfway through the movie. Nine. Random toy destruction. Ten. Anyone says mom or dad. <laughs> All right. I accept this challenge. Yeah. This sounds uh, like a good time. Heard. I feel like you have a big sheet that's rigged up in your backyard mm-hmm. with a few chairs. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's see if I, we can't get uh, hauled off to the Hooskow on obscenity charges. Fuck yeah. yeah let's do it. I'm into it. <laughs> can we set up a webcam so people can have a miserable time <laughs> trying to live stream this? Yes. <laughs> let's let's, yeah, let's, trying oh. to hear, yeah. let's throw this on Twitch. Yeah. For episode 200. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, already see you in another two years. <laughs> <laughs> nice, dude. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I hope we can get together a uh, a good backyard viewing party. Yeah, that okay, sounds awesome. awful and amazing. We could just like run the cords longer and just have the podcasting mic. Would do like a riff tracks thing. Yeah, Ooh. <laughs> yeah, but none of the listeners will ever be able to find that movie. <laughs> Oh man, there's another podcast uh, called Mom Can't Cook that is phenomenal. They watch uh, Disney Channel original movies Mm -hmm. and then just like deconstruct them and talk about them and it's a lot of fun. Okay, those were definitely my high school jam, so I kind of want to hear like the nostalgia factor that I loved, but also they were terrible. Those movies are incomprehensible. Oh, for sure. They... I don't no, know. One of my There's... favorites was uh, Wishing on a Star, which is where two sisters Freaky Friday each other. Mm-hmm. And they learn that it's uh, they share an important familial bond and they don't actually hate each other. Aww. <laughs> yeah. Didn't see that coming. There's a I know, right? smart house in which the child wins a smart house nice. and then um, it tries to kill them. Mm. And nice. their dad is a widower and tries to date and the kid's really upset about it. Okay. Um, and the floor apparently can just like destroy matter you know is it lava there's there's a floor and if there's a mess on the floor the house just like sucks it up Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter what it is and there's uh, a michael swaim sketch about a smart house (laughs) where there's a house that a realtor's showing him and it's ridiculously cheap (laughs) but it's like the bridge of the enterprise Mm. and his wife is like not impressed and doesn't want it (laughs) and he's arguing with her about it's got a Like, she doesn't like the colors of the appliances, and she's like, "Can the matter replicator make an appliance that's a different color?" And he's like, yeah, <laughs> no problem. And she's like, "Eh, <laughs> it's uh, it's Katie Stoll." Oh, oh nice, yeah. nice, oh, nice. Um, vintage cracked. Yeah, there's a in in time for the season. Uh, my favorite Disney Channel original is Mister Boogity. Oh, I am unfamiliar. Uh, family moves into a house which is haunted by Mister Boogity. Yes. Who is a boogeyman, mm-hmm. and I think the production budget was about eight dollars. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother! Uh, filmed in probably va- uh, Vancouver, uh, just based on the general vibe and accents. Mm. And um, oh sure, 
Yeah, it's 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 just the perfect distillation of Disney wants to make a scary movie, but not actually scary. Mm-hmm. I kind of wonder how many of those Disney original movies were like an actual story that they were using as a touchstone that they Disneyfied. Because mm-hmm. like Smart House that tries to kill everybody. I mean, that's got to have been some like new episode of um, Twilight Zone or something when they rebooted mm. the Twilight Zone in the 90s, mm-hmm. you know? Like, that sounds like some classic Harlan Ellison shit. Yeah. Well, I have one more gift for everybody. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, and then we can intro uh, the the videos, the, <laughs> the recordings that people sent us. Oh, yeah. Cool. Oh, nice. I'm excited to hear Each those. one more surprising than the last. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've listened to one of them. So okay. it was pretty good. So I assume the rest of them are, too. But um, I have just a little token for everybody. This one is for Star Daddy. Here you go, Star Daddy. Here's Jeff. What do we have here? These are stickers from uh, Monster Market. Aww. So from artists on Monster Market. And I cool. diligently picked the perfect sticker for each of you, you from did. the available stickers. Mine's a frog with a banjo, and it says, I wrote you a sad song. <laughs> and mine is like if uh, the Cheshire Cat and Janice, the Roman god of beginnings and endings... And the drama masks, like, all got together, and nine months later, this sticker came out. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. It's a good one. Mine is a fist holding a broken sword that says, keep fighting. Nice. That's pretty sick. That's pretty dope. Mine is a black and white woodcut style oval frame bird skull wearing a exquisite cravat. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it speaks to me. Mm-hmm. I it's, believe. I think that's actually just a picture of you. <laughs> yeah. It's going it's on my thingamabob. <laughs> I believe that one was called Edgar Allan Raven. <laughs> ah, nice. Thank you very much, Kristen. This is really Thank nice. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And um, I wish I should have written down the artists for all of them because they're all really, really cool. Um, but if you have a hankering for really cool stickers, when this airs, you will still have like three days to go online to Monster Market Memphis and get stuff from some really cool Memphis artists and some people from outside of Memphis um yeah if you like freaky horror fantasy sci-fi good shit all right guys does anybody have anything else they want to say before we get to our uh shout outs no nah all right i mean yay (laughs) (laughs) we did it no (laughs) this is the end (laughs) goodbye intro over thank you so much for listening the podcast is done now we'll see you later Yeah, I mean, if anyone has any like heartfelt anything they want to say, I don't want to. I don't want to stifle your uh, creativity. Well, how about or how about a cheers? Outflowing of emotion yeah. to a hundred. Here's to a hundred more. Yes. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. And uh, to you, the listener, thanks for being awesome. Yeah. Week. <laughs> <laughs> like PBS says, we couldn't do this without viewers like you. It's true. And the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> Guy, we weren't supposed to say we weren't, arts, we weren't yeah. supposed to say that part. They funded. They're, that's why we said all the anti-COVID stuff. Going to send their hitmen to get us. <laughs> they actually, technically, they didn't fund the podcast. They just paid each of us to go punch uh, public school administrators. <laughs> oh, fuck! I got to get that back on my to-do list. I've been slacking. Mm-hmm. Just All right. imagine Melinda Gates in like a tactical turtleneck lurking outside the RV. <laughs> the garage wire. <laughs> and then Cliffy pops up. 
hey, it looks like you're trying to extrajudiciously, extrajudiciously assassinate somebody. <laughs> Would you like What's pointers? <laughs> cool. Uh, messages. After messages. these messages, we'll, we'll be, be right, right back. back. <laughs> Greetings, meatbags. This is the Dove of Peace. I am still angry that you blew me up. But I wanted to congratulate you on the 100th episode of your podcast. It's quite the accomplishment for being so diminutive. I would rate it at least a Memphis 8. Bonjour. Just popping in to say hello from French Canada, not Quebec. Congratulations on reaching episode uh, 100. 4, 9, 16, 25, 36, 49, 64, 81, 100. About uh, two dozen short of a nice round number. Anyway, I just wanted to say you are making a great job on the podcast. I really enjoy it, as well as the discussions on the Discord, which, uh, contrary to expectations, is actually quite inspiring. Um, Might be a bit of uh, false advertisement going on there. Uh, So that's it. Uh, Just keep on being awesome. Au revoir. Greetings to Astronomica Dragif. Long to your words have I listened. Your progress been interested in I have. A luminous podcast it is. Not some crude matter. Right, right. Who hits this shit? They're crude as fuck. Right? <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> Long into the future may you cast. Many more episodes may you record. No, seriously, who writes this garbage? <laughs> the piss off cut you must release. Hey guys, already here. Um, just wanted to pop in and say hi. Uh, I promise I'll try and keep this short as possible because I know Kristen has to edit all this. Um, I was going to try and do a highly edited um, cool thing, which I'll probably get to later, but I kind of ran out of time and I wanted to make sure I got this in before the 100 uh, episode anniversary thing so i just want to give a quick thanks to um each you guys uh because i really appreciate all the work you guys do um so stan start off with you um you are a fantastic dm um who takes really good suggestions and really builds the world around both the players and the audience and you are very good at letting us take some control and the players take some control and not holding on to it uh which is awesome um, you do have a really good work-life balance when it comes to games and us on the Discord, and you're really transparent about what's going on. Um, literally, your voice is so relaxed and calm uh, and with your voice and your tone that I often find myself like getting calmer when you're talking and just like describing stuff, especially when we're entering a new system um, and you're describing the world. I just find myself getting lost in the descriptions, so you do a fantastic job with that. Um, and whenever you laugh at something one of the other players says, it's a hundred percent infectious to me. Uh, more than once I've had to pull over and just let myself like laugh out loud because of, uh, something you're doing or saying. Um, so thank you, uh, for putting the Rheingold cluster and your creative spirit out there in the world, uh, for letting us play in it and enjoying it. And I really look forward to what we all discover out there next, both on the podcast and in the one shots. Um, Colin. Uh, you are the perfect version of the cranky old man with the heart of gold. Um, you're always there to crack a joke and break the tension. 
uh, and you are so nurturing and caring to all of the guests we've had on the show. Um, and you can genuinely tell you care about the rest of your group, even if you aren't as like tech savvy as the rest of them, uh, and you aren't on social media all that often. Every time we see or summon old scroungy, uh, on the discord is a treat for all of us. Um, you are also the master of the RV. So literally without you, the podcast probably would not be possible. Um, so I really hope to meet you in person someday so I can shake your hand and, and properly say thank you. Uh, Kristen, um, you are a fantastic, super bubbly presence on the podcast. Um, and it's really refreshing to hear that. Not that everybody else isn't bubbly, but you bring something to the podcast. I think nobody else has before or could since, um, your work on editing and corralling all the players has been amazing. Like I can think of maybe only twice where you've had like some sort of issue and you've like quickly taken care of it. Um, so you're fantastic at that. And as much as you are the monster that pilots Hildy or CB, um, I see you more as the player who's there to take risks and have fun. Um, with Hildy, you designed her to do a job, uh, but you took Chris with her in the campaign to help her fulfill her goals. And it led to these amazing character moments like Hildy becoming goopy and staying off the planet. And you knew when the right time to retire her was, which is hard for players. It's hard to give up something like that. Um, with CB, you rolled everything randomly uh, and you let the character decide what she was going to be and what she was going to do in the moment. And you really embrace the ideals that I try to uh, do myself in one shots, which is I'm here for a good time, not a long time without throwing yourself into the meat grinder head first. And it's a tough balance to do that. Um, I really love both of the characters you've played uh, and you're again, a fantastic presence on the podcast. So thank you. Um, Colin, you are exactly the kind of person that I feel like would be willing to take me to my first dive bar and buy me a good stiff drink uh, and walk me through the ins and outs of like the world of rock and roll, motorcycles, all that kind of stuff. You exude this sense of like traditional cool, um, which is kind of contrasting to the idea of tabletop games, but it's something that I, I really appreciate. Uh, while you, But you still show care and compassion for your fellow players and the audience. You're willing to like throw out a suggestion in a game, but you don't tie your ego to it as to whether or not it works, which as a GM myself, I can tell you is a gift. Um, so treasure that. Um, and it's, it's completely invaluable in a cooperative and creative workspace. Your accent uh, for Cullen, or for uh, for Anton, rather, um, is amazing, even if it is all over the board. And if I were the type of guy who drinks, uh, which sadly I don't, I would definitely ask you to go with me for my first one. So cheers. Um, Jeff, I mentioned in the Discord earlier this month that I really appreciated your role on the crew as Medic, uh, because I recently played one, and I found um, that as a player, it's hard it's kind of a hard time where you only have skills that are available when things go wrong. Um, and that you're just there as sort of a fix it all situation. Um, but after thinking about it, uh, for a little while, I said, you balance this really well by helping lift up the players and take the time to roll, to help them when you can. Um, but after thinking about it for a while, I realized it's more than that. Um, you are an incredibly intelligent guy with a readily accessible wealth of information that you've shown time again on the podcast. Um, and I know, having known a lot of smart people in my time, I know that sometimes comes with like an air of superiority, not necessarily on purpose, but most of the time subconsciously. Um, you don't seem to have this, which is amazing. Uh, you know that you have the scientific backing to loan credibility to things like the time loop scenario, um, 
but your main goal each session seems to be to make other players have as much enjoyment and power as they can every session. Not because you feel like you're superior to them and you need to lift them up to your level, but because you they're your friends and you want to see them happy. That is an incredibly rare and powerful trait um, and something I'm sure your family has seen in droves coming from you. Uh, I'm glad the people around you get to experience that the same way I have in some small ways through our interactions. So thank you so much for being a, a genuinely amazing person. Uh, Katrina, you really didn't think I was going to forget you, Katrina? Yeah, I'm still talking about you. Um, I know you and your kids listen to this, so I'm going to give you some praise. Uh, you are a fantastically funny and caring person. Um, no, no joke. Uh, most of my favorite moments on the podcast have been with you in it. Um, the rest of these guys are fantastic as well, but I think they'll all agree with me that you take the cake, uh, and were a fantastic guest. Um, you're a caring person. Big Nikki is by far one of my favorite things to come from the podcast, mostly due to your willingness to like lean into the bit and go 110% with your character choices. Um, and I know you want to stay off the podcast because you enjoy listening to find out what happens next. And while I respect that, I relish the return of Big Nikki. Um, and to your kids, Katrina's kids, you have one of the best parents out there. Um, they have caught talked quite a few times with us on the discord and the disco crew about how proud they are of you all and please know that many of us on here are just as proud of you so if you ever start to feel bad or think that no one cares uh i know katrina does and i know a few people around the world do myself included um so go on go get your homework done wash behind your ears and uh, listen to your mama so respectfully go and get uh i know i've spoken a lot so i'll wrap this up really, really quick um I have been on the internet in different circles for about 15 years in various groups, and I usually don't last with many for a while uh, for various reasons. Chief among these is that I am a major introvert with anxiety, and I get inside my head too much sometimes, and I disappear for a while while I like work on myself. Uh, that's something I've had happen over and over and over again. Um, the disco crew that you guys have helped to nurture and create, just the community as a whole, is a fantastic space, not only because we help each other when times are tough and we celebrate when times are good, but mostly because we welcome lost folks and new folks back with the same celebration and excitement. It's one of the few places that feels to me like the bar from Cheers, where everyone knows your name and there's always a space for you. So from the bottom of my heart to all the cast and the disco crew, thank you for being a chill, kind, accepting place and I will make sure that I give as much support as I get. And I know I get a lot from you all. Um, so stay safe, spread the love, and I guess I'll talk to you again soon. Bye. We are an ethical company that cares. But for those that don't, Pet Dulgence. Pet Dulgence is a monthly subscription service that allows you to make any purchase regardless of welfare concerns. Pet Dulgence Plus includes the full service package, so when your purchase needs a refresh, just bring it in and we'll get it back on its feet. Fuck pets. You're welcome. Hello, listeners. I see a lot of people interested in Astronomica. Some people are eager to jump in, others are intimidated. I've listened to about 11 episodes. So I just want to say a few words and address people who are thinking about watching or are just beginning. Before you embark on your journey into the minds of geniuses, you have to understand a few things that are very important. 
when we talk about Astronomica, we're talking about a group of people whose IQs could not be measured. Past 200, IQ tests get imprecise. Frankly, we don't know whether we're dealing with IQs of 200 or 300 or what. We simply can't measure it. When it comes to Astronomica tier geniuses, the standard tests simply do not apply. You see, the cast could have entered any fields they wanted. They are all real-life will huntings. They could be doctors, or lawyers, or both at the same time. They could be pioneers in physics. They could be code breakers for the NSA. But no, they decided to be actual play podcasters. They decided to devote their lives to aesthetic beauty and to illuminating, for us, the way to live. That is the beauty and the tragedy of Astronomica. In one way, it's a blessing to have been born in Astronomica's time, to be able to hear the voices in gaming, and to hear them delivering their famous Vaporeon prayer, which is already transforming people both intellectually and spiritually. On the other hand, I will surely die before we know even half of the secrets buried within the labyrinth of Astronomica. That I consider a curse. It's been 100 weeks since the first episode was published, and scholars have only begun to come to terms with its full implications. This is what you must understand. Astronomica reverse-engineered not only podcasting, but all of Western literature as well as language itself. Packed within Astronomica's narrative is Hamlet, the brothers Karamazov, Gravity's Rainbow, Ulysses, and everything else. Hell, it even serves as an overview of human history from dawn to today. It's a podcast you could spend a lifetime studying, A lifetime spent in bliss, no doubt. It would be more worthwhile to spend one's life listening and re-listening to the Dove of Peace showdown than to achieve being, quote, well-read in the traditional sense. Listener, I don't say this to intimidate you, but to encourage you. You must understand that, on your first time through, you will not understand everything Astronomica is trying to communicate to you. Don't worry. They know things about life that we won't discover for decades, Your job is merely to get on the road. In the decades to come, we may, if we're lucky, discover scientific applications for the new ways of thinking Astronomica gave us. We may have to throw out science altogether. We simply do not know. For now, we have to be content with our vanguard roles. We are the ones who will break the ground and loosen the soil for Astronomica's future interpreters. This is not only our pleasure, but our duty. And for that, as Astronomica famously said, you will find a permanent, non-inspiring link to our Discord. Hey, Astronomica, Sam from Pot Against the Machine here. Just wanted to pop in and wish you congratulations on your 100th episode. May your next 100 be even goopier, more viscous than the last. Hey gang, Nathan in Denver here. Congratulations on making it to episode 100. Uh, It's been a wild ride and uh, definitely one of the highlights of this global pandemic uh if i got this in too late don't worry about it you can use it in episode 103 capitacasa style um but i just wanted to try and get something in before the deadline because i very much appreciate everything that you guys do it was an absolute pleasure meeting you this summer uh and i look forward to uh more episodes and hopefully seeing you guys again next year all right take care Hundred percent weird. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody else remember that? Yes. 
All right. Um, you got a recap for us? I do. And uh, it is short and sweet. Perfect. Last week on Astronomica. As the Corvette Monocopsis approaches with malevolent intent, the crew of the Grace prepare to receive them. The plan in broad strokes is for me to allow the enemy forces to board under a false flag of surrender and then keep them pinned down under a relentless barrage from my chin artillery. <laughs> Long enough for Anton, CB, and Hopper to spacewalk over to the enemy ship and take up position to execute a boarding action of their own. A tactical maneuver, I will admit, bears more than a passing resemblance to the old Saskatoon 69. <laughs> so far, everyone seems to be playing out exactly according to our design. But now is the moment of truth as we spring our trap. Welcome, one and all, to the traditional post-surrender banquet. Excelsior. <laughs> Excelsior. Excelsior. Roll for initiative. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Let's get a roll from uh, Mackie. All right. For initiative. All right. That's going to be an eight. Oh. That focus where you get to basically roll advantage on initiative is coming in clutch nice. right now. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I know we don't use it a whole ton, but every time I am looking at taking a new feat for a character, every time I play this game, it's hard for me not to pick that feat. Yeah. yeah. Anton, you have that too, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, sorry, Cullen Anton has that too. Yep. <laughs> sure do. I saw how well it did Mackie and figured, yeah. hey, let me get some of that. Smart moves. Are we doing party initiative or individual? Well, I guess, yeah, let's go ahead and have everybody on here. All right. That'll give us some more organic cutting back and forth. Oh, nice. Even with my um, getting to roll twice, it was a two and then oh. it was a three. Oh, wow. Boo. So you, got, um, you got three, Anton? No, I've got Dexas, four yeah. all day. Four? CB has a five. And let me know if you want me to roll for uh, Spy Guy. I'll roll for him. Okay. Is it because I keep calling him the wrong name? Mm-hmm. Well, then I know his name. And Hopper? Uh, Hopper has an eight. Nice. You inefficient meatbags need two rolls to match mine. <laughs> Man, I never rolled even like a decent initiative with Hildy. And with CB, I feel like I roll mostly middle of the line to good. I feel like with Hildy, though, like things were structured so that the dice only had a very minimal impact. Well, that's not necessarily true. I think it was more that Hildy was very much a character weighted away from combat. Yeah, yeah. Which admittedly is, like, CB, I haven't given any particular emphasis on combat. Well, we're playing Stars Without Number. We're not playing Pathfinder. Yeah, I mean. By the time you slug it out, you've already failed. <laughs> and we're not just playing Stars Without Number. We're playing a particularly, I think, uh, combat-averse <laughs> <laughs> approach to role-playing games, which doesn't bother me. There's, lo- there's lots of games out there. That folks play more combat heavy. It's nice to approach combat, I think, in the way that real meatbags would approach combat, which is um, avoid it as much as possible and only enter into it when necessary. I mean, I've gone 43 years with, like, one combat, basically. There you go. Yeah, same. I don't think I've ever had any. Okay, guys. Uh, we got to beat Kristen into the game. <laughs> <laughs> Jump her in. Shit. All right. All right, so... <clears throat> All yep. better. You okay there? Yeah. Would you like totally a, work? Would you like a mint? Nope. 
I'm sure it goes real well with knots. Mackie just pulled a ridiculous stunt. On brand. Just to recap, the airlock is full of enemy soldiers. Correct. A hallucinogen was vented into the room. Mm -hmm. And then you turned off the gravity, pushed off the floor. I also threw a sword at their main (laughs) dude. But, I mean, it's still in its scabbard, so it's like... Just clunked him on top of the head. Well, I'm I'm hoping that he tries to catch it, and it throws him off balance in this zero-gravity environment. Although, I do recognize that there's really good chance that all of these dudes are wearing magnetic boots and have them engaged. So, I mean, I don't know what's going on. Stan, can I ask a question? Hmm. Was the dude wearing armor that is sword-proof but not Mm scabbard-proof? Oh, that's a good question. Um, We'll find out. Okay. Next week. (laughs) On Astronomica. (laughs) No, yeah, you do all that, and the guy goes, whoa! And uh, he watches the sword and the scabbard come tumbling at him in a sort of dull-eyed stoner, taking an interest in the movement of his hand in front of his face kind of way. Yeah. And it's Hopper's turn. Oh, okay. So we are fully across the uh, underside of the umbilicus, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And we feel fairly confident that we were sneaky enough not to be seen. Yep, and I believe uh, you made your way across the ship. CB ran a cable between some antennas so that it could be yanked and hopefully communications knocked out. Did Mackie give us the signal to go ahead? Because I believe we were like... Yeah, there was a... You heard the word banquet. Banquet, mm-hmm. that's right. Because yep. that don't come up never. <clears throat> that's right. We never say banquet. We say supper. We say dinner. Mm-hmm. We what, say vittles. What's your favorite size of Coors can bottle? Fuck, you're right. Banquet. I chose the word poorly. This plan is coming <laughs> apart at the fucking seams. So uh, I believe I had the uh, pre-tech mining shovel. If you say so. And I was trying to I'm position. I'm not a cop. My- <laughs> that sounds like something a cop would say. Uh, You've seen my tits. <laughs> I have. They look like a cop's tits. <laughs> Fuck. Fair enough. Hold on, guys. We got to get up to some shenanigans while uh, Star Daddy proves to us that he's not a cop. <laughs> All right, do these drugs. You wear your one. Okay. <laughs> I'm only for fun. This reminds me of my favorite all-time Abraham Lincoln quote. Hmm. Check out my tits. There's too many pigs for the tits. Oh, that is good. Oh, that is that's nice. A, that's a great. That's a great Abraham Lincoln quote. It is great. Yeah, sounds like it's a quote against government spending, which I'm not into. But. It does. No, it sounds like it's not for good things. I mean, like I think that he said it in reference to basically the spoil system, the thing that got Garfield shot eventually. Uh. Fuck this. What's going on? <laughs> that you were the one who got us Yeah, sometimes you oh. just be like, cool, and like, move on. <laughs> well, right. All right. I have to, I mean, I have to reveal that my favorite Babraham Lincoln oh, quote is check out these little sweater piggies. <laughs> That's a great Babraham Lincoln quote. Thank you. Hey, uh, hey, Jeff, have you figured out what Hopper's doing yet? Yeah, so uh, before I was so rudely interrupted, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Hopper, I think, was making his way towards the area on the hole that would correspond to the gunnery control. <clears throat> yeah, I think you singled out one of the weapons, didn't you? you oh, that's you right. Were, yeah, yeah, plasma yeah. Beam. Yeah, I was going to knock out the plasma plasma beam. beam. Okay. And so I guess that would probably be a fixed check, I would think, right? Um, Having uh, described that weapon in such a badass way, I feel like I've tied my hands a little bit. I'm going to say weapon disabled. Oh, sweet. All right. Because you just sapped out all of the uh, iron (laughs) (laughs) in like a cubic meter or whatever. I think that probably counts as disabled. Does it deflate? Yeah, the erection... Falters. <laughs> <laughs> Not all the way. 
Oh. It's Hold not on. the night's not done, but Hold it's Hold on, I had too much to drink. Yeah. <laughs> Nolan Ryan P. Jr. is like banging on the glass. <laughs> I can fix it. I can fix it. What's <laughs> is my goddamn no. time to shine? <laughs> you made me think of the Star Trek, the remake, when uh Chekhov's running through the Enterprise like, I can do this, I can do this. <laughs> cool. Good move, Hopper. <laughs> Thank you. You have thrown your sword at the dude. He is a stun stoner. Yes. And all of his buddies are like confused, apparently. Yes. Act, a little slow to act. Yes. They thought all they had that. you. Yeah. Basically, uh, Mackie's deal is that he's going to push off, hit the ceiling at a certain angle to push off again, mm-hmm. and then like escape the airlock receiving room mm-hmm. and back into the ship. And that is also what Shank and Wang are going to do on their initiative order. Assuming that they don't get to have, like, for this purpose, like, the same initiative as Mackie, because they also would have known what the trick or word was. They are in the process, but they are a little behind you. Okay. Um, If this requires a roll for uh, Mackie to make his daring escape. Mm. Hey, I'm ready. What what skill are you thinking? What skill am I thinking? Exert. Sounds yeah. appropriate. Mm-hmm. Survive, right? Technically, you could argue anything as a survive role. I mean, I given given our history of trying to <laughs> abuse this skill on the show, connect, because you're trying to connect your feet. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to connect with the ceiling. <laughs> I might argue for pilot, but I'm happy to do exert. I think exert. All right. Uh, so can Grace assist by, like, popping open an access hatch <laughs> and, like, Smacking him on the butt, like right as he goes by, and giving like him a little it. extra juice. Sure. All right. Oh, also, Stan. Hmm. Guess what? What? We're your worst fucking nightmare. Because you know what? Before you got here, we brought in a ringer. Oh. This asshole. <laughs> oh. Uh, let the record show that, that Colin <clears throat> is pointing to Cullen. Actually, I didn't point. I jerked a thumb at. Sorry, mm-hmm. jerked Cullen. a thumb at Cullen. Mm-hmm. This he's guy. Gonna he's going to run. <laughs> Wang, Shank, and I know NZ's sort of your dude. I don't know if you were planning to run him. Uh, it's fine. Yeah, you're fucked, oh, yeah, bro. They, they, want, me, <laughs> you're they fucked. want me to run the goon squad. All right. Yep. <clears throat> oh, my God. This is awesome. I got an 11 on the die, which was really, really needed because I have. I did put a rank in exert, mm-hmm. which means I have no positives or negatives, but. Well, but this is exert yeah. dex, right? Okay, yeah. So actually, that's, so that's 12. A 12. Yeah, nice. 12. That's fucking legit. Yes. Yeah. And I would try and argue for some cheesy bullshit, but uh, for the skill, but I rolled a 10 on the dice. Okay. And so I'd say just, I don't know, dex to time it. Okay. So it's 10. Okay. Sounds right. good. Uh, so you got more than twice what you needed with uh, dope. him bumping you up to a 13. Is, is there any way that I can give that extra juice to Shank or Wang? You can either have an attack while you're doing this at no penalty, mm-hmm. or you can grab one person and take them with you. I am grabbing... I feel like Shank can look after herself. I'm grabbing Wang. Mm-hmm. Wang's coming yeah, with are. me. I'm You're grabbing right. the old Wang. God damn it. I got my hands all over there Wang. Was, there was a race to see who. I was, I was yep. ready with one. I was like, yeah. You are. yeah okay. <laughs> but yes, we are falling back to a prepared position. Okay. To be fair, I feel like either option, you're either grabbing Wang or grabbing Shank. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. You grabbed Wang mm-hmm. and uh, escaped to a prepared position. 
Does Mackie shout everybody Wang Chung tonight? No. He shouts everybody have fun tonight. All right. <laughs> yes. The two heavies descend on Shank with distortion batons. Don't ask me what they are. I was going to say, that's a new thing. They are advanced medium melee weapons. That create a gentle tickling sensation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And play some uh, late 90s pop punk. Right on. Mm-hmm. One of them got a 21 to hit. Oh, fuck. And one of them missed. The one that hit did four damage to Shank. I think Shank's all right. Actually, do we have a card or a thing, like uh, anything for Shank? Uh, yes. All right. Cool. There was a note card on the table. My associate will require gone. that. Otherwise, I will have to track Um, I think say. those cards are long gone. I feel like I can just say what she wants to do, and Stan has mm-hmm. that information. I think just okay. but tracking the uh, HP. Remember, Shank has guns duct taped to her back. <laughs> oh, that's right. You gave her yeah. like, all of the stuff. She was playing Dr. Cade, who was coming along not willingly. Yes. So, oh, right. Yeah. Have they seen Die Hard? <laughs> At this point, I think Die Hard is either lost to the ages or it has become part of folklore. Well, Mackie has the only trove of post-50s, pre-4000s DVDs. Yep, it was just on a bunch of thumb drives on the Empress Helen. Shank has 18 max hit points, Okay, so she just took four damage. You assholes had better stop whacking my Shank. <laughs> Haymont is up, and he's tagging along with uh, the party on the exterior hole of the enemy vessel. Yes. Man, I forgot to tell him that we had installed a, a brain exploding thing that if he ever decided to screw us that we'd hit a button. Oh, well. I'll just do it if he does it. It'll be a nice surprise. Yeah. Shank gets shot with a laser rifle oh, from shit. one of the soldiers. Fuck. Taking seven damage. Uh-oh. Oh, Shank. Shank, you've lived so long. But that's okay because now it's Shank's turn. Shank's gonna push off as hard as she can back towards Mackie and Wing's prepared position. Mm-hmm. And if she can, she'll fire along the way. Yeah. She's badass. She's got zero degenerating for sure. Hell yeah. That's a pretty badass um, image. Yeah, she's gonna just like... She gets a little added boost from the recoil. Oh yeah, she got hit. She's like, oh, yeah. I'm using the... <laughs> <laughs> she typically has a mag rifle. Could we count that as her weapon? Sure. Okay. She gonna... has apparently has a back full Oh yeah. Of whatever. Ooh, is there a grenade on her back full of whatever? Oh yeah, for sure. She's gonna <laughs> she's gonna eat that into like the middle of the group of folks. She's yeah. gonna use that as like propulsion. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, throw the grenade to give you reaction mass. Reaction yeah. mass. So you yeah. can still use shoot. You can. Or, okay, yeah. That's a twelve on the die. Okay. And she has more than and she has uh, plus four on attack. Okay. So it's sixteen. Uh, and with a grenade, you're only trying to hit AC 10. So oh, nice. she beans stoner right in the face. <laughs> and then the grenade like bounces off just a little. So it's like floating like an inch from his head. <laughs> oh, God. And he's like looking at it, swirling. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> so handsome. <laughs> it looks like the bone from 2001. Yeah. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Look at this, guys. It's moving. And then all of his buddies crowd in, like, oh, my God. I imagine he, like, reaches out a hand to touch it. <laughs> yeah, Let's at which point... That's when it explodes. It does 2d6 damage. Nice. If you would be so kind. Uh, it is eight all day. Okay. Okay. 
uh, when it gets to be NZ's turn, I have a thing for him to do before I hand him over to my associate here. Give me a moment to get this. Uh, well, I don't know how to shoot a gun. I'm a sex robot. <laughs> that's why we gave you the heavy weapon. We did. We did. Yeah, that's the one thing I've learned looking up New Zealand accents is all vowels become I. Yep. How'd you know my whipping was so heavy? <laughs> I'm looking at my whipping. I charge extra for that. <laughs> I hung it on a pig. I thought we were friends. <laughs> I need a condom for my whipping. <laughs> uh, so the grenade did eight damage to everybody in the in the airlock. Tight. Ow. And the four regular soldiers had eight hit points. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh my god. So the image Hang is on. of Shank. Throw like she pushes off. She's throwing the grenade. It, it the guy is like watching it, touching it. It goes off like ping as he touches it. She gets propulsion from the explosion, and the explosion is just pink mist. Such yeah. a fucking her. badass. Hang on, top and hang on. Make do it in front of a microphone. Why did you slap him in the face? Aggressive slap. That's how we, uh, you know, that's it's a roommate thing. You wouldn't get it. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. So uh, one of the heavy guys with the uh, force pappus mm-hmm. manages to wedge it between the commanding officer and the grenade. Mm. So the two heavies and the commanding officer are still alive. They take the eight damage, but they're not mm-hmm. dead. Fuck. And Shank makes it back into the uh, room with the other people. That went so well, I think I can get more whiskey. <laughs> yeah, you deserve it. I didn't do shit. I was just worried. <laughs> <laughs> that was unintentionally wait, far more successful than I had hoped. Mm-hmm. Looks like Pico de Gallo is back on the menu, boys. <laughs> <laughs> CB. Every time there's an explosion. <laughs> Guys, we're, we don't have to worry when it's Pico de Gallo. We're going to have to worry when it's... Um, Salsa Verde. Why are they doing No, I was like avocado salsa. <laughs> guacamole. Guacamole. My brain has stopped working. Yeah, we got to worry when it's guacamole. Yes. So CB is up before Anton is. And I believe Anton has the ability to enter the bridge with the portal gun, if I remember correctly. That was the plan. I think that was the just. I don't know if Anton's carrying. We never said who's carrying the. Um, I think Anton's got it. I think. Thing. I think C, I, CB. I think um, Mackie gave Anton explicitly the yeah. portal gun. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So in that case, she is waiting for the portal gun to go off, and in the meantime, gonna try and give a big old tug to that cable. Okay. That, that sounds like that an I exert. roped around. Awesome. I'm gonna say. Um, Do you want exert strength? I guess. Yeah. I'm going to give you a minus one because you're Great. in zero G. It's difficult to get. That's fair. You know. As I'm pulling or like as it's my turn, I want to look around and see what uh, dude is doing. Vasily or whatever the fuck his name is. Haymont Verma. Haymont. Yeah. What is because mm-hmm. it was his turn. I want to see. Yeah. He's um, on a tether and he's just kind of floating. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I'm going to give it a go. So that's going to be a negative two total to whatever I roll because I am not proficient in exert mm-hmm. and I don't have any bonuses in strength. Okay. And then so you got to get an eight. Got to get an eight. Okay. We'll see how this goes. It's not looking great. So <laughs> I got planet and a five on the die. So that means 11 minus two. Nice. It's nine. All right. A couple of antennas snap. A satellite dish goes floating off. Oh, yeah. Hopefully they're the good ones. Yeah. Probably knocked out their pay-per-view. Good. Those and bastards don't deserve to have R&R. Now it's Anton's turn. 
Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm pop gonna use the cork. The, I'm gonna pop the cork. I'm gonna use the. Uh, Explain to the audience what pop the cork means, because I know, but. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean the the vessel is pressurized, and when it becomes immediately not pressurized, there's a sort of by what difference. process does it become immediately not pressurized? By the glass of the observation deck of the bridge suddenly just not being there. So you fire the teleportation gun at the glass. Yep, correct. That's the plan. Got it. Okay. Which, to be fair, we've been calling this the teleportation of the portal gun. We tested it one time and we're like, this is too much for us to figure out. We'll just toss it, <laughs> it in the bag. It yeah, just takes a certain square footage of matter and moves it somewhere, somewhere else. We'll yeah. just critically rely on this for our battle plan against the Corvette. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like, yeah, uses weird weapon we found uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> for critical plan points. Hey, oh, by I the way, in anything about also, Corvettes. There's a middle-aged doctor in there in charge of the whole thing. <laughs> we should be able to take him out. Yes. Honestly, we'll just let him drive it around for a while, and it'll take itself out. Also, <laughs> as we prepare to deploy the portal gun from Crucia Moors, we all salute across the metaverse, Dungeon Maestro, for reminding me that it existed yes. <laughs> in, on the Discord. <laughs> Thank you, Dungeon Maestro. <laughs> For reminding me it exists. In case anyone is wondering if um, you, the listener, can impact our decision-making processes, the answer is yes. (laughs) Join the Discord. (laughs) So Anton kind of hops down in front of the, I don't know what you call it. It's not really a windshield. (laughs) In front of the cockpit forward um, screen the forward screen yeah I'm just envisioning the planet express it's it's a no it's a corvette i said it's a corvette it's a giant corvette <laughs> so it's shaped like a car oh 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 okay uh, is no, the top ho- down <laughs> yeah they're all dead <laughs> you it is now you hop in, you hop down in front of uh, the view screen and make eye contact with the captain who is sitting in his chair smugly observing um, what's going on on his uh, data screen Make eye contact, level the teleporting rifle. He kind of instinctively like ducks like he's about to be shot, even though there's no way a bullet would pass through this thing. And then the screen, or at least a two-meter squared section of the window, jumps six meters to the left, leaving a gap uh, that exposes the command deck. Give me a dodge save. Gotcha. Is this because he turned on the windshield wipers? Yes. (laughs) This is why it's so tragic that all of latter 20th century culture is lost to these people. Because if they'd ever seen The Expanse, Mm. if they were going into battle, they'd be, even though they were in a pressurized ship, they'd Mm -hmm. still be in their, like, vac suits. Yeah. I, uh, I passed with the 17. Okay. Anton narrowly steps aside as the captain goes soaring out through the hole. <laughs> and uh, oh shit! His screams never again fall on the ear of civilized man. Is the atmosphere that's escaping through the windshield just thick enough to hear the Wilhelm scream? Yes, <laughs> very briefly for the other people oh, nice. in the for the like camera that's in the cockpit. Oh, fantastic! Uh, hey, I think I have that one. So. Yeah, of course, none of you hear it. <laughs> also, uh, two other officers on the deck. One of them comes flying out. Also, one of them catches hold of a convenient handhold and merely suffocates as the air leaves the command deck. Asphyxiates uh, adrift in the command deck. Poor guy. Look, from a game perspective, this was the best option. But from a human perspective... Fuck yes. We're terrible people. Hey, they started it. We were 
probably going to kill them anyway, and at least this was quick and effective. Sure. Yes. I have a it's- question about the thing moving to the left. Yeah. Does it just go into a part of space that yeah, was like, not previously occupied, or, no, or is there something to the left of it that it now has to contend with? It is now like merged partially with a section of itself further to the left. So it's oh, like wow. a long rectangular gotcha. object that a chunk of it just kind of like now uh, overlaps. Sticking out. Yeah, okay. Kind of right. out an anyway. angle. Okay, cool. Is there a brief flare of like gamma radiation from... Nah, it makes room. Okay. <laughs> All the atoms just kind of that's, yeah, out. I was like, are we going to get into some real bad physics shit here that we didn't no. think about? You can't normally fuse iron atoms, so uh, yeah. that would be kind of cool to mm-hmm. see happen. Well, well I, I imagine that all of our cams are recording right now so that we can put this up on the web as like our TikTok, <laughs> our space TikTok <laughs> shit, right? Our TikSpock. Now it's NZ's turn. No, Tixbach is a is a giant blood sucking. Okay. All right. So three. Uh, it's a very logical. Inzad mm-hmm. was on the flight deck. He was up on the main central control of the Admiral Grace because his job was to pull the paper clip out of the gravity at the appropriate time. Right. So that is where he is starting. Inzad mm-hmm. on his turn sticks the paper clip into the chewing gum near the uh, the junction where it would need to be to mm-hmm. turn the gravity back on, but not back in. Okay. He picks up a heavy machine gun and starts heading towards... He picks up a heavy machine gun, breaks it accidentally, then picks up a different heavy machine gun, <laughs> <laughs> shoves the broken heavy machine gun under a rug. <laughs> oh, bother. <laughs> right, well, time to go do a little bit of carnage. <laughs> I thought we said all the vowels were ours, or eyes, so it's carnage. 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 Don't tell me how to carnage. <laughs> and uh, he begins heading for the same prepared position that Mackie, Wang, Shank, and... Uh, oh, is the dog playing a Mac harp? <laughs> the, the dog is enjoying a delicious beverage. Mm. The dog is uh, summoning some cowboys to the chuck wagon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, he's going to head towards the same prepared position. Dis- Position. It is up to you, Star Daddy, how long it takes him to get there with his heavy machine gun. Okay. Uh, what would you say, Jeff? From the command deck to the airlock. To the forward airlock? Like one turn. Okay. Well, we are not fighting in the forward airlock. We are fighting in some prepared position somewhere back from there. Okay. Yeah, forward airlock just got blowed up, didn't it? Well, no, it didn't get blowed up. Oh, well, I guess it did with, get blowed uh, up. Got filled with extra chunky software. <clears throat> yes. The rules are explicit that um, handheld firearms basically don't do damage to ah, cool. ships. Cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. They can, but it kind of has to be like on purpose. Gotcha. We'll have to replace like the uh, protective uh, membrane over the touchscreen mm-hmm. on the inside. It's not damaged; it's just gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, two turns. Uh, if he was, if he was in the bridge. Okay. Forward airlock. Two turns sounds good to me. Twang's turn. Mackie was pulling him, so he's like, "Let me at him." Is he still being pulled? Nah. Okay. And he's going to poke his head around out of his cover and uh, start blasting. Okay. Does uh, he utter his catchphrase? I don't know what's going on. I'm a no. crazy wang. Skip it a boop. Pow. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, that was Squidle. Yeah, Wait, that was no, Squidle's no, that was Squidle's catchphrase. <laughs> and wasn't it like, uh, I haven't the faintest idea? It was a, yes. Yeah, I haven't no. got a clue. I haven't, I haven't got a clue. I haven't got a clue. Yes. 
Thanks, Pete. Um, <laughs> well, I'm crazy. <laughs> That's right. He's crazy Wang. Come get some of these deals. <laughs> <laughs> he rolled a 10 to hit whatever his bonuses are. Plus one. So he, I'm presuming, does not hit. Does not hit. Okay. Uh, SBAO, the commanding officer. Oh, newly promoted. Yeah. Cat- <laughs> Does he get a little message like, congratulations. <laughs> On your field congratulations, promotion. Congratulations, SBAO, to your field promotion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just the little holographic uh, bars on his shoulder turn into an oak leaf. <laughs> right. I'm going to give him a save, a mental save. Oh, dear. Because he's tripping balls. He is tripping. Courtesy of the ship computer <laughs> and the ship doctor. Not a doctor. Somewhere, Constantopoulos is watching this, and he's like, hey, uh, can I get me some of that? All right. I got to get to the airlock, quick. <laughs> <laughs> he um seems to be... To his senses, somewhat. He's still definitely got a penalty. He's uh, he's doing the thing. He's doing the Doc Holiday. I got one for both of you. you know? <laughs> okay, nice. cool. He sees two of you, but he's going to shoot them both. Wang just stuck his head around the corner. He's shooting at Wang. All right. Mackie says, I'm prepared to grab Wang again. <laughs> <laughs> and never let go. <laughs> God, I got to write that down as a potential episode. Too. <laughs> uh, he got a 12, so he missed Wang. Don't we all? <laughs> and that brings us back around to Hopper. Uh, okay. So the... Where's Squirtle? He's with us, I think. Yeah, oh, okay. He's go with uh, us on the spacewalk. Gotcha. So he's... I should add him in. I don't have him on the initiative. Point. Maybe Squirtle's a mean mugging I... Haymont Verma. Yeah, I think he's on Haymont Verma. Gotcha. Makes sense. The Haymont Verma balloon, like he's holding <laughs> yeah. on to the end of the tether. Yeah. He's doing the Winnie the Pooh thing where he's riding on top of the balloon. <laughs> <laughs> How uh, how many turns would it take me to get to the next weapon emplacement? I'll say it'll take you an entire turn of movement. Okay. And then next turn you can do something to it. I heard Anton recounting in vivid detail his uh, exploits of, like, evacuating the command deck, right? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Probably this being a battle-oriented ship, the gunnery station <clears throat> would still... There were only three people on the command deck, so... Right. So there, there's probably somebody still manning it with, like, the sealed envelope from Margaret Thatcher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'll go I'll go charge towards the uh, plasma array. Mackie. Mackie. Uh, I assume Mackie has reached the his quote-unquote prepared position by now. Mm-hmm. He is going to ready an action. Mm-hmm. And basically, he unhitches the roller skate from his belt, puts it on the deck. Mm-hmm. You know how long these fools... He is going to take something off of his wrist and put it around the high top of the roller skate. Okay. Is it a brand new key? It's a brand new key. Mm-hmm. And as soon as any of these dudes go past the choke point into the prepare position, he is going to roll the roller skate at him. So you let me know when that happens. Okay. So your prepared position might be there's a spot where like the corridor forks. Mm-hmm. And the left half is, like, wider for cargo to go towards engineering mm-hmm. and back. And then the right half goes towards Mackie's stateroom and the lifeboat access, uh, which is, like, a narrower person-sized uh, corridor. Okay. Basically, I think that you would probably choose to defend engineering. So what well, is... They, they both go to engineering, but one of, like, the right-hand path is made for, like, people. And the left-hand path is made for moving, like big stuff 
I think that what he would have done is choked the path that is meant for moving people mm-hmm. with just crates and shit. Mm-hmm. And then on the other path that's somewhat wider, there's a bunch of crates and shit there too, mm-hmm. but they're not like blocking everything. They're just used as cover. Okay. The first of the heavies comes around the corner, shield up. Back he does his thing then, I guess. All right. Your roller skate goes rolling toward him. And uh, reveal wait, to both before, me and the audience. Before he rolls the roller skate towards him, he, he touches a little button on the thing he took off his wrist. And what the heavy sees is a corridor lined with lockers rolling towards him. <laughs> oh, shit! And all of a sudden, the heavy finds himself in Catgirl High School. Nice. Holy <laughs> shit! And... Uh, I gotta feel that's gonna have an effect on his combat posture. That's awesome! Especially if he was drugged at all! I don't think he was. I think only the uh, the first officer the man, yeah. got the juice. Aw, oh, dude! But I am looking forward to the first officer arriving in Catgirl High School <laughs> and what orders he will give. This is awesome! Okay. Uh, so Catgirl High School goes rolling over this guy. And um, to your surprise, and uh, it's a little disturbing to see, <laughs> he just starts wailing with this baton, just <laughs> swinging like <laughs> at nothing, just swinging everywhere he can, going nuts. <laughs> nice. <laughs> by the way, fucking cat girls. Oh god. By the way, <laughs> it's real. It's all real. Um, I'm just gonna hey, a little bit, a little oh, bit yeah. of a retcon. It's a magnetic roller skate, okay? Don't okay. overthink it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, he's an otherkin. He's a mouse. He's a mouse person. Mm-hmm. Oh, just terrified. No. He's having a bad day. Ooh, woo. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Senpai, show me your baton. <laughs> Cat girls. Form up! <laughs> Defend the ship! <laughs> if you should endure another thousand years, they will say that this, this is your finest hour. Oh the Cat Girl Empire will rise again. <laughs> the other heavy grabs hold of the newly promoted captain and uh, tragically hurls him back down the umbilical toward their ship. Oh. That is tragic. I was really I'd, looking forward to what was going to happen. I was I was with you. <laughs> I apologize. But, but it's all right. I mean, he, he, he did the logical thing. Yeah. But he does uh, then move on into Kagerl High School. All right. So the two heavies are currently the only boys at Kagerl High School. <laughs> does, does the second heavy grab the katana and charge into Kagerl High School? <laughs> yes, he does. He's expertly prepared. He's a fucking weave. He walks in. He's like, Oh, no, oh, that's it. Oh, no, 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 no. Starts swinging his sword. Oh, my God. Oh, dear. Uh, Mont. Yes. Watches the captain and the two other command commanding officers go sailing off into the void. Or, sorry, one other. Yeah. He kind of pulls himself down on his cable. Yeah. And plants his feet against the ship. And, uh... He, like, taps Squirtle on the helmet, and then Squirtle looks over, and he, like, does a big exaggerated smile and thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> this guy 
has given me serious uh, helicopter pilot from, or not helicopter, plane pi- pilot from uh, Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that guy's name was Vasily. I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It doesn't matter if you're a person that has no acquaintanceship with the general big broad concept of loyalty. Yeah. You're probably going to like seeing your boss sucked through in your lock. That's fair. That's you know? fair. You'd be like, cool. Yeah. This is a good day. <laughs> Neat. Shank. She's in the prepared position, looking at the two heavies fighting cat girls. <laughs> yeah, she's she's uh, slinging rounds right, All right now. Doing mag rifle this time? Uh, yes, sir. Oh, man. This time, Shank is the ooze monster in Cat that Girl is High. a uh, 17. Is that against the weeb or against the <laughs> mouse otherkin? <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's call it against the weeb. He seems more confident. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> um, Mag rifle's 2d8. Hang on. Let me confirm the hit first. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> so that was uh, nine damage all day. All right. She blasts a hole in the faceplate, and uh, the dude starts drifting at zero G through Cat Girl High School. Shank needs a, a good his, character voice. His dying moments. Payback's a bitch. <laughs> uh, so Shank... Oh, it's gotta be a cat girl. Shank, Shank is like canonically uh, uh, Tig Notaro yes. with Arnold Schwarzenegger's <laughs> she, body, right? Yeah. She is, follow the red dot. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Tig Notaro, so it's like, follow the red dot. <laughs> yeah. You just It's a very blasé mm-hmm. delivery, I feel. But the weeb here is... Oh, baka! <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, the weeb's fucked. <laughs> CB. All right. Gonna crawl in that hole that uh, Anton just made. Okay. So, yeah, movement is I want to go in the hole, mm-hmm. and uh, we you didn't know. really talk about what to do once we got in there, yeah. so I kind of... You're on the command deck. Basically, every monitor is flashing red and has the big triangle with the exclamation point Okay. flashing. Okay. Yeah, I guess... I don't know what's most useful to us, except, um, okay, we're on the command deck. Has the command deck, like, sealed itself off because uh, it's lost pressure? Yeah, a big uh, bulkhead at the rear that connects to the rest of the ship has sealed. Okay, I want to go, and I'm going to start shooting my dragon gun at the bulkhead okay. to try and open the bulkhead. Okay. Um, because I don't know what our plan is, but I, I think extending this loss of atmosphere to more parts of the ship can only help us okay. in this um, moment. What you got? Could I suggest standing at an oblique angle and shooting at the bulkhead? Sure. Yeah, no, it was described to me what it was, and then I probably forgot, even though I heard it when we played and when I edited. So I don't remember what exactly the dragon gun does, but yes, I will do that. I believe it's a plasma projector, right? It you was... didn't say specifically what it is, but you did say that it melted a hole through a pre-tech metal wall. Yeah. Yes, and also <laughs> it was suggested when I talked about firing it in the grace that I was about to do something that yeah. would be bad in an enclosed space. Yeah. Um, okay, so you are uh, you begin to shoot the bulkhead. It's going to take a little while, but I, it's turning red. It's putting a softball-sized chunks of the bulkhead turning it to slag so that's cool i'm just gonna keep doing that until somebody suggests i do something else okay anton i'm going to climb into the bridge and i want to connect to the general comms of the ship okay and then i'm gonna say so you're gonna patch in your uh helmet yeah radio yeah i go um your captain's dead. If you feel like defecting, it's probably a good time. And then I'm going to shoot the comm station. <laughs> We're all good here. How are you? <laughs> Give me a... 
Well, I'm actually going to roll it secretly mm-hmm. since you are shooting comp station and not listening to any responses. Uh, but what is your talk skill? Uh, my talk skill is a one. Okay. Should I roll a check? No, I rolled it. Okay. NZ. Uh, I am running NZ until he reaches the prepared position, which I believe right, which is he is still in transit turn. on this turn. Correct. All right. Yeah. Well, only really, we got like one goon left. He's on the other side. Of, he run, comes running through Cat Girl High School. He's <laughs> <laughs> <So>, like, oh, <laughs> I could fit in here. <laughs> I think I, I remember you what you do. <laughs> I remember you from training. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, ew. <laughs> UWU. <laughs> uh, Wang. Uh, shit. Yeah, Wang's gonna gonna blast the other kin. All right. I feel like wait, Wang Wang's crazy. I feel like he would do something more. It's all a show. Interesting, but he has resisted Hopper's attempt or Grace's attempts to actually actually make him genuinely crazy. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> oh, ooh. That's a five. Okay. Wang is he, uh, is not favoring my dice very much. He fires at the other guy, misses, but then that dude has a look of horror on his face as presumably one of the cat girls just took a bullet to the side of it. <laughs> oh, God. Kimiko, you're my favorite one. <laughs> uh, the other captain is, I believe, out of sight of everybody, so I will not reveal his secret actions, but suffice to say they are... The actions of a dude who's tripping balls. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Squidle comes scrambling onto the command deck, dragging Haymont with him. Hopper. Present. It's your turn. Uh, so has Hopper made it to the weapons? He has arrived at the other plasma beam. Okay. <laughs> uh, then he is going to give it the old saltpeter treatment. Okay. One in five, they say. Sorry. Just to be clear, he shot the... Uh, other plasma beam with the mining shovel beam weapon mm-hmm. extracting its bodily fluids. <laughs> I, uh, its sacred essence. Re- <laughs> That's oh, not- I sapped and impurified yeah. its uh, bodily essence. <laughs> yeah, I, I reflangified the turbo encabulator. Yeah. Did you reverse the polarity of the neutron flow? I was going to, but then I saw that the. Uh, Your flow- mom got mad. And so you had to stop. <laughs> I did one time, but my mom got mad. No. Mac, what up, dog? What are you doing to make your mom mad? I am uh, putting <clears throat> my greasy fingers all over Shank's wounds. Oh my God. No, I. Oh, okay. There's still um, a there's still a heavy combating cat girls ahead of you. Okay, I suppose you're right. Rather than making an unskilled like with a negative medical check on Shank, he will just shoot his mag pistol at this fucking asshole. Okay. That is a five, so he misses. All right. Does he hit any cat coils? Probably. He Delpha forgives himself. The look on the the look on the guy's face tells you that he is covered in cat girls. So <laughs> What is that look? Um a mix of terror and bliss. Okay. Oh no, that seems accurate. <laughs> a feeling of blarer. <laughs> I just want to say He's got his helmet off finally And he's like what a way to go What a way to go <laughs> I've been saving this cat girl Roller skate maneuver For a long time it, I have no regrets about using it right now Yeah no it's perfect Alright It's perfect No notes 10 out of 10 <laughs> 
I mean, remember when we were talking about the ship? Like, oh my god, it's a Corvette with like 50 people in it. 40. 40 people in it. Mm-hmm. There can only be one guy at Cat Girl High School. <laughs> <laughs> there can be only one. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give uh, this heavy a mental save to see if he can um, keep his wits. No, he's totally, he's completely confused about what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Surrounded well, by fair. cat girls. Fair. To his credit, has advanced quite far in the game, is already at the spelling bee. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh. Wow, we didn't get to the spelling bee shit. It's great. It's topless. <laughs> oh, dear. No. Can you spell areola? <laughs> they each have eight. <laughs> uh, Haymont has uh, made his way over to the communications console where Anton is and is uh, kind of watching over Anton's shoulder. And then, you know, of course, Anton shoots the communications console. <laughs> no, he made his announcement. Yeah, he made his announcement and then he, he did the Han Solo. He was like, we're fine down here. How are you? And then, well, I must have gone to the bathroom for that part. Must have. You should really go in the house for that. (laughs) (laughs) Look, the sadness room is right there, okay? (laughs) If you didn't want me to use the sadness room, you shouldn't have said it was the sadness room. Fair enough. I feel like calling it the sadness room is intended to keep people out of it. Um, I'm sorry. Do you know my brain chemistry? (laughs) It's where you go to do sad things. Yeah. (laughs) Stop. <laughs> yeah, I said I was going to the bathroom. It wasn't because I needed to relieve myself. It's because I needed to cry. <laughs> yeah. Shank, for lack of a better thing to do, Shank's going to shoot again. Okay. That was a five again. <laughs> We're rolling a lot of Wait, fives. That's no, three, not nice. Three fives in a row to kill this guy. Yeah. So he's got that force pavis, the big shield, laser shield thing. But he's in Catgirl High School, so he just keeps conveniently spinning around, just like <laughs> right in the moment when anybody aims at him, like all of a sudden the shield's just in the way. Also, Shank doesn't want to hit any of the Catgirls. Yeah. Mm. That's true. Just a careful aim. CB. All right. Um, yeah, I'm continuing to blast through the bulkhead. Okay. I do want to know, how is our dude Vasily doing? Slash Haymont. Haymont. Uh, he's with Anton right now. Okay. Does he look like he's behaving? Yeah. Okay. Then, yeah, I'm going to keep blasting through this door. How? Uh, You have now punched a hole. Okay. Uh, There is, like, you have to kind of brace yourself because of the pressure of, like, air whipping past you. Sure. Yeah. She's got, like, one foot on either side of the hole Mm -hmm. and has been, like, shooting, you know, as it, she was around a corner before, Mm -hmm. but, like, when it pulls her in, she's, like... Shooting down it. pushing you away. Okay, fine. Then I'm not doing that. I was thinking of a badass visual, but that's not what's happening. Well, I'm sorry. That's okay. You're in in the non-pressurized part. So (laughs) the pressure, the air pressure's shooting out. Yeah, no, that makes sense when I think about it and you tell me that that's the way it's working. But yeah, there's a hole now. There's a hole now. And uh, you can keep going to make it big enough to fit through. Yeah, sure. Okay. Anton. Yo. You have uh, destroyed the comms shit I don't know it's at the bridge that was big yeah. plan captain's chairs right there open <laughs> um, it's made out of a bunch of swords welded together <laughs> oh, oh! Uh, um, 
And it says, sit on me, Anton. Feed <laughs> 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 I heard that you, before. You can be the captain. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Mackie. <laughs> Is that what was going through Jamie Lannister's head? Fuck Maggie, exactly. Um, That really explains a lot when you think about it. Gonna try to get one of these doors open and see about making our way to, I guess, taking engineering at this point. If we've got both the bridge and engineering, we've effectively got the ship. Mm -hmm. Paymont speaks to you over the radio, provided he has access. Yeah. And, uh, he kind of indicates the various consoles around the command deck. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what do you want done? I can I can help. You want to disable the engines? On it. Cool. And he goes over and sits on the captain's chair. <laughs> Starts uh, pushing buttons. Yeah. I guess um, I'm going to see if there's a way to like half open one of the doors and take a defensive position so we can hold the bridge if people come to try to take us out okay I mean, I've been good news cb oh, yeah, you blasting gotta, you through gotta, one yeah, of the bulkhead that you've been blasting opens halfway oh. <laughs> you did it no you, you did it Sorry. i was trying to help but you... <laughs> cb did it you blasted it so much that it, it popped open yeah that's yeah. a mighty good blast cb <laughs> might buy that but Kristen does not it's fine i take up i do other stuff mm-hmm. the password is one, one, two, two, blast, blast, <laughs> blast. It's fine. It's fine. I do other stuff. NZ comes walking up behind uh, behind you, Mackie. Oh, hey, uh, NZ. Welcome to the party. Cheers. See that dude right there? Yeah. See that gun I gave you? Mm-hmm. Shoot him with it. All right. Um, he got a twenty-two. Oh, shit. <laughs> what gun was that? Heavy machine gun. He didn't even. Oh, he didn't I think he didn't roll. Even have to roll. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. Nevertheless, he picks up the he points the heavy machine gun at him and just goes pap. <laughs> just like one bullet straight just, through, right between the eyes. I just really appreciate the star daddy flex of like breaking the five streak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Yeah. Let me get that heavy machine gun damage. 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 Hey, NZ knows how to hit a spot okay. that a lot of other guys can't hit. That's true. Also, I mean, if this guy does have like a force shield, he might technically qualify as being in cover. So that's true. Yeah, that's three d six. All right, nine damage. Nice. Uh, that takes down the heavy. So we are out of combat. You are out of combat. I don't know if we're out of initiative. We'll see. Okay, let's finish out this round. Yeah, he he um, leveled the heavy machine gun to the guy, put one bullet straight through his head, and then uh, looks at you. Not bad for a six book. <laughs> <laughs> this is easy. Wang puts a hand on your shoulder, Mackie. All right. And he says, it was a good plan, but now there's a Cagirl High School between us and the airlock. I'll take care of that. <laughs> you go get him, Wang. I believe in you. He bravely marches off <laughs> into Cagirl High School. That kid's going to go far. <laughs> he will. Keep your eye on him. He's like a meteor. He will complete. I'm going to roll a D100. The way will be clear in 96 rounds. (laughs) Hey, everyone. 
Uh, that's the end of our episode for this week. I just want to say thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. You know, it just really means a lot that there are folks out there that have stuck around this far. want to give a big thank you to Jackson Seib, who composed our music. It is a beautiful piece of music, and we hope one day to be the show that lives up to it. Damn right. And if you want to know more... Or maybe not know more, but just touch us in a different kind of way. Go to www.astronomicapodcast.com. And there, you will find a permanent, non-expiring... Non-inspiring. I know. That is is accurate. (laughs) Non-expiring invitation to... Our Discord, where most of us spend the majority of our non-podcast social interacting time. We have different channels. We usually participate in NaNoWriMo. There are community one-shots that are open to all to run and participate in every month. That's where we run the Patreon one-shots, which if you are generous enough to contribute some money, we have uh, special cast-included one-shot episodes there. And just a general all-around good time with a wacky bunch of malcontents. Lots of memes and GIFs, which is why anyone's on the internet, really. Yep. And uh, if you want to support us you can check us out at patreon.com slash astronomica podcast if you don't want to fund the growth of global communism you can instead just give us a five-star review uh on the podcast app of your choice provided five is the most (laughs) (laughs) if there are anywhere there are 10 stars then like at least an eight (laughs) yeah i mean i'd say we're a memphis eight (laughs) <laughs> uh, they say a Memphis 8 is a New York bad podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you next week. Goodbye. Forever. Oh, wait. Excelsior. I feel like that's a good word to try in the Elrond wizard voice. Very Excelsior. (laughs) Excelsior. Excelsior. That was a good one. Yes, I know. Excelsior. Man, bonus bonus show uh, requirement. Everyone has to use wizard voice. (laughs) Just everyone's character is wizard voice. When in doubt, always follow the hose. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That's why they call me Sperm Dolph. <laughs> oh man! I was gonna say spam Dolph, and it didn't quite have the same ring to it. Uh, I used to be Gandalf the Gray, and now I'm Gandalf the White from all the spunk. <laughs> I'm Gandalf the White Powder Gross. <laughs> party, party time, everybody! <laughs> you shall not pass. The age of consent. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Oh, I'm a dirtbag. Cut his mic. Cut his mic. <laughs> oh, no.
All right. This intro is over. <laughs> Nothing to see here. We joked too dirtily <laughs> and too foul. We delved too deep. You know what they 